0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to the Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall. Less work, more clean. Terms apply. Uh, Professor Jack Mintz is a President's Fellow of the School of Public Policy at the University of Calgary. He's uh, been included in the Order of Canada, received the Queen Elizabeth Diamond Jubilee Medal. His uh, recent research is achieving the four-day work week. And uh, I read an op-ed by Professor Mintz in the Financial Post a couple of days ago. This fall's ballot question, what does your climate policy cost? Professor Mintz joins us on the Chorus Radio Network. Good to have you back on the show, Professor Mintz. Uh, You begin the op-ed with a reference to the Swiss referendum on emissions. We spoke with a Swiss parliamentarian in the last hour about this and about how the process works over there as far as the people through direct democracy having the right to overrule, constitutionally having the right to overrule government. How could we apply that in this country?
1: (laughs) Well, actually, it's a good question. I wish we would. I wish we would, too, because... uh, um, you know, and, and you know, and we see it even in the United States, some of the states have uh you know, use referendum a lot more than we do. Um, but you know, I think it's I think there's a lot to it. I think we, we tend to get very focused on representative democracy, which means we elect people, they make the best decision according to the information and uh da da da. da. But I don't see any reason why we can't uh, have an opportun we give an opportunity for people to overturn legislation that they don't like and so the, uh, of course Switzerland is a smaller country but you know uh,
0: why not if you
1: know a million people sign a petition why not go ahead and and uh, have a referendum
0: yeah so the swiss people by majority told their federal government that the proposed legislation to reduce 1990 emissions by 50 percent by 2030 was not acceptable to the people. So now the government has to go back and rewrite their particular legislation or make a change to it significantly. And you write that the Swiss vote should be a sharp reminder to governments everywhere about climate policy and how it can stoke public anger. Talk to us about that, please.
1: Well, uh, Well, I, I, uh, I actually, the, the two, uh, well, there were actually four environmental uh, policies that were uh, rejected um, by the population. Uh, two of them was on climate change, and that was to put a ticket on airline on airline uh, tickets and, uh, you know, putting a, ta- a tax on airline tickets, and the other one was to put an uh, increased fuel tax. And both were defeated by about a margin of, like, 52 to 48. Um, but then there were two other ones that were to... Um, Uh, disallow chemicals being uh, used in agriculture and uh, are related to that. And uh, those were even more strongly uh, voted down by almost two to one. So uh, it wasn't a very good day for environmentalists, even though some uh, other referenda were were passed uh, that day. But it does show you that, uh, you know, the public, uh, I don't think, is fully aware of the potential higher prices and taxes that they're going to be paying. Uh, for an energy transition, that's going to be very expensive, uh, and even you know, and, and I've seen estimates as high as 141 trillion dollars worldwide uh, over the next 30 years, and that was done by the International um, uh, Renewable Energy Agency that uh, did that estimate. There's been other ones going up to 2040, like 100 trillion, whatever. But there's massive amounts of money that's going to have to be spent. And people don't realize they're going to be paying more for cars, they're going to be paying more for energy, they're going to be paying more for manufactured goods because they they require energy to be spent, uh, be incorporated as a cost and things like that to produce. And, and so there's going to be uh, and, uh you know there's going to be higher prices that they can be exactly by people to pay for energy transition. And if they're willing to pay it, that's one thing. But if they're not willing to pay it, uh, they're going to let their politicians know. And this is when you get the backlash happen, uh, as it did in Ontario. Uh, Back in, uh, you know, when the Ford government uh, got elected in uh,
0: 2018. Well, I'm in Ontario, and I remember very well Kathleen Wynne, eventually, the former premier, eventually saying she made a quote mistake. And quote, I'll say because we're now looking at multiples of billions of dollars that we're going to have to pay for, the ratepayers in the province of Ontario, to cover for Ms. Wynne's mistake, some four billion in the next in the in the not too distant term, from what I gather. Uh so how do we make this though into a political ballot, or at least a ballot issue, in twenty twenty one? Let me morph you over from economics to politics. That's the same thing. Well,
1: well, I think uh I think people should be asking uh, the question, what is it gonna how are you going to get to the twenty fifty net zero target and what is it gonna cost? And what is the least cost of getting there? Uh, we're not getting answer any answers from governments on that, uh, from any politicians. Uh in fact people just kind of gravitate to policies, keep talking about targets, uh, but they don't talk about the cost and they don't talk about the prices that we're gonna be facing associated with those costs, nor the tax revenues that are going to be needed to you know, to pay for all the subsidies that are that are being embedded in all the budgets right now. And and um, and, and I think this is a huge mistake. You know, I I read a terrific study done in New Zealand on, on trying to get to net zero by 2050, and they looked at three plans uh, and costed them. And, and one of them was just raising the carbon tax. And they said, well, an eight hundred dollar carbon tax tax by 2050 can get us to net zero. And they said, well, maybe there's another way of doing it uh, cheaper than that. And lo and behold, they looked at particular innovations, if they can get them done. You know, they're not certain yet, but one of them, for example, vaccinating sheep so uh, you can cut back ma- methane. <laughs> 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 and uh, and that... Um, you know, that they found would actually be a cheaper way of getting to the target if we, if we if, if we could find the vaccine. But this is the sort of thing we need to do. People don't realize. You know, if we go to hydrogen, for example, you have to build a whole new pipeline system. It can't, you it's cannot hard. use natural gas and oil pipelines. You're going to be constructing a whole new set of yeah. of, uh, of of pipelines to you know infrastructure just for that. Uh, and and it goes on. You know, windmills and solar panels are located in one part of the country but if you want to use the electricity in another part you're going to have to build new transmission lines and and the story goes on it doesn't mean that you don't you know you don't have to pay for these or that you know that people that you know if they really want to have the, you know this change made but they should realize they're going to end up paying more for this and, and we should understand that.
0: Well, you also wrote in your op-ed that uh, electric vehicles, which damage roads just like the gasoline-powered vehicles do, but don't contribute to fund highway repairs, by buying gasoline, and the percentage of the cost or at least the tax on gas goes to road repairs or infrastructure repairs. So that won't uh, be t- that, that won't be helped by electric vehicles, but it's going to have to be paid for. So bottom line is always the bottom line.